Drive Time on RT Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Protect your family's future with life cover from Zurich. Talk to a financial broker to find out more. You heard there a taste of what went on in the Dáil today following that decision yesterday uh, from the Cabinet to uh, lift the eviction ban and that will uh, end at the end of this month. Today, Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald criticised the government's decision not to extend the eviction ban and uh, are seeking a Dáil vote to reverse the move at the earliest opportunity. Here's the opposition leader with the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar this afternoon. In the coming weeks and months, many will be hit with eviction notices. And we're talking about working families, Taoiseach, people who work very, very hard. We're going to buy up more rental properties uh, where the tenant is a HAP tenant or a RAS tenant. We're empowering and funding local authorities, uh, local authorities, all of which are not controlled by government parties, by the way. Uh, And we're developing a further budget package uh, to help tenants and to help landlords, because it's not about one versus the other. You're trying to create a divisive and false narrative that it's landlords uh, versus renters, renters versus landlords, (laughs) renters need landlords, landlords need renters. So it got quite tense indeed. In a moment, I'll be speaking with uh, Kian O'Callaghan, who's Social Democrats' housing spokesperson. But first, I'm joined by Gavin Mulcahy, who's Managing Director at Get Letting Letting Agents in Dublin. Uh, Gavin, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, I spoke with the Housing Minister, Dar O'Brien, in the programme yesterday and he uh, alluded to or referenced landlords leaving the market uh, as well. But you also referenced a flurry of eviction notices um, uh, because of the ban uh, being lifted uh, and that landlords are leaving the market. Is that the case? That's our experience, yeah. I've been in business for 17 years and um, this is unquestionably the worst that we've ever experienced Um, Ever since the rent eviction moratorium was mentioned, um, we have had land- landlords just giving us uh, instruction to, in, excuse me, we've given instruction to terminate notices e- literally every day. So I would say since October, we've lost 10% of our book. And I've heard anecdotally of other agents that have lost 30% of their book. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many landlords you'd have in your books? Uh, we've over 750 so since the moratorium was announced, you say you've been, you've been informed uh, or instructed to um, give people, give tenants notices to quit every day. Is that right? How many, roughly, on average? Pretty much. So, so we've, it's approximately 10%, so that's approximately 70, 75 uh, people who are going to be displaced uh, as a result of this. Okay, in total, since in the total. moratorium. And yeah. what do people say to you? What do tenants say to you when you uh, give them that notice? It's 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 extremely uh, difficult for us. Um, I think uh, we we all agree in the company that notifying tenants of an imminent termination notice it's the most stressful part of the job. Um, all of our get, all of our letting agents struggle with it here. Uh, we're the, we're the messengers of the very unwelcome news. Uh, we're, we're we're acutely aware of the anxiety that it brings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our policy to do our utmost to rehouse all of our tenants wherever possible. Um, and we also uh, phone other letting agents to try and introduce them to our tenants as well. Yeah, so um, you're being placed in, in an invidious position here, really, uh, because you don't want to make anyone homeless no more than anyone else. How, do, how easy is it, though, to find an alternative for people who are being evicted? 
it's always been a challenge over the last three years, but now with so many termination notices en route, it's going to be extremely difficult. Of the 75 people uh, that you've had to give eviction notices to, how many do you think you found alternatives for? Um, so I suppose, first of all, the termination notices aren't effective for a few months. I mean, they've all been issued, but the tenant doesn't, doesn't have to leave until approximately June. But of those, I would say five have found alternative accommodation so far. Wow. I wonder what the other 70 will do. Well, that's the problem. I mean, all we can do is our best on our side. That's what we intend to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we keep trying, we can usually find solutions for people. But, I mean, this is the tip of the iceberg. Summer, summertime is always difficult. It's always saturated. Um we can receive up to a thousand applications per day for some properties, um, and now if throwing if we're potentially throwing all these other people into the market, it's going to be extremely difficult and extremely stressful for all uh, concerned. Uh, I'll get back to, to landlords in just a second, but um, the opposition were outlining in the doll yesterday to government how difficult it, difficult it would be for tenants to find an alternative when they're evicted because they said. Emergency accommodation is full, hotels are full, B&Bs are full. What are the other options for tenants? Well, there's the problem. I mean, if there was a solution to that, I wouldn't be on the show today. Um, so when when a landlord comes to you um, and says, I, I want to evict the tenants, generally, what are the reasons? Okay, so first and foremost, I've, I've never encountered a landlord that just flippantly says I decided to sell they always go to pains and say this has been a very difficult position uh, for me to come to. But there's probably four more reasons, or four main reasons for it. And number one is the overheads. So I know landlords don't get sympathy, um, but I hear it day after day from landlords that the overheads are too great for them. Um, I'm sure you've heard it over and over in the show, but there's, there's so many issues. High taxes, rising interest rates, and... Um, increasing maintenance costs, service charges, refurbishments. Um, the legislation is overly complex, it's ever-changing, um, and in my view, it's also frequently badly thought out. Uh, bureaucracy is absolutely overwhelming. Uh, for example, in Getlet, we have an employee who deals exclusively with tenancy registrations and renewals with the RTB. Uh, the reason for that is because the website isn't fit for purpose and then probably the final point is that landlords are criminalized you know if they breach uh, residential tenancy legislation and um, then they're potentially jailed um, whereas the flip side of that is if a tenant doesn't pay rent mm-hmm. and trashes the place there's no real recrimination there's a civil matter just just, just to keep perspective though uh, i'd say it's extremely rare if ever uh, that you've seen a landlord jailed for a breach is that right well i haven't encountered it from my side i have heard okay. i have read about it in the paper uh, no i understand not, so, 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 so yeah i know just to, to keep it in in uh, perspective and proportion can you tell me then or, or try and predict what will happen uh, when the ban is lifted what do you think will happen um, what will happen is that we will have far too many termination notices and not enough properties. So solutions need to be found, and they need to be found quickly. Um, I would welcome any initiative that would help tenants 
whatsoever at this point. Um, and I am certain that landlords are a part of the solution. Um, I suppose it's, it's, it's fair to say that we need to see less penalising of landlords and we need to see more incentivising. Okay. What, we need to, what we need to get is a symbiotic relationship. At the moment, that is completely lost. And we have tenants who are unhappy with being tenants and we have landlords who are unhappy with being landlords. It's broken. Okay. Will you stay with me, Gavin, for a moment? Uh, Gavin Mulcahy, Managing Director at Get Let Letting Agents in Dublin, because I'm joined by Kean O'Callaghan, who's housing spokesperson with the uh, Social Democrats. Kean, you're very welcome to the programme. Uh, good afternoon. I know you're unhappy with uh, ending the eviction ban uh, announced by government yesterday. You might react, though, to what uh, you're hearing there from Gavin, the, the letting agent, because uh, I wonder if uh, if he has a point that landlords are being uh, vilified here. Uh, and is that fair, I wonder? Yeah, yeah, I have to say a lot of what Gavin uh, said certainly resonates with me in terms of the landlords that I'd be hearing from. Uh, you know, most landlords do care about their, their tenants, most of them. Uh, you know, I have a number of landlords, for example, in touch with me at the moment saying that they need to sell for various reasons, but that they don't want to uh, evict their tenants. And they're really trying, actually, to get, you know, local authorities, for example, to uh, maybe buy the, the home to keep the tenants uh, in it. Uh, I, look, the, there's been, in, you know, in the last 10 years or so, there's been something like about 20 different changes to the legislation in the private rented sector. Uh, it, that's hugely stressful for landlords and for tenants. I think all those kind of incremental changes, it just doesn't help. And then, you, you know, I, the, the, the stories I've heard from landlords and indeed from, from tenants who would have particular, uh, you know, who follow all the rules, have done things correctly, have particular uh, problems, uh, go to the residential tenancies board to try and get assistance, and they find that incredibly stressful and yeah, difficult. Yeah, and they say and their, their plight would be worse if the eviction ban were to be extended, and that's what you're calling for. Yeah, I, I think it, like, it is worth saying that in, you know, in most European countries, tenants who pay their, their rent uh, generally aren't subject to no-fault uh, evictions. Uh, and in fact, some of the countries in Europe with the larger rental sectors and quite successful rental sectors, that's the, that, that's the situation. Uh, I do think we need to move towards a situation where people who you know, are paying their rent in time aren't engaged in any breach of their leases and that have the security of knowing that their, their home is their home. But you see, then, Keen, the, then, then you see you have a situation like Gavin is telling us that landlords will, more landlords will leave the market. What do you do then? Well, I mean, what would you do if you were the housing minister? Uh, well, I, I, I would firstly, I, I think the residential tenant support actually d does have to be properly resourced because that is a huge source of frustration uh, for a lot of landlords. That is the reason why some landlords uh, leave is because they end up in a situation where, having followed all the rules, they can't get uh, timely, uh, you know, access to, to justice or remediation of the, the issues that they've legitimately raised. I, I think there is a there is a problem here that before the, the the current acceleration of landlords leaving there was a, already a, quite an exodus of, of of landlords. We used to have as no, landlords sorry, sorry, investors. Can, can we stay on point though? I, I understand yeah. the wider context, but you're saying extend the eviction ban, uh, but the the um, the impact of doing that will mean more landlords. Gavin tells us will leave the market. So what yeah. do you do? Well, we, we have to, and this is absolutely crucial, we have to increase overall uh, housing uh, supply. 
Uh, and the measures have to be focused on that because actually if they're focused on favouring one sector over another, it, you know, you might take a bit of pressure off the private rent sector, but you just create additional pressure for people who are trying to buy a home or whatever. Government so says that's measures that, well, well, it's not. They, they haven't even met any of their, their targets, for example, on affordable rental uh, homes uh, or affordable purchase homes or social homes. They haven't met any of their targets in that. And in fact, hundreds of millions of euro last year that was in the housing capital budget that could have been spent on new supply, additional supply, wasn't spent. Uh, some of that money carried over, hundreds of millions carried over. And this year, a few hundred million actually returned to the Exchequer from the capital uh, housing budget that could have and should have been used to build homes and create additional supply. So that may be, but the Minister would say, the government uh, would say that uh, they have increased uh, the supply of housing and social housing uh, as well, despite that target not being met. Your line is not great, Keno Callan, uh, so I'll let you go if that's okay. My thanks to you for joining us. I'll give a final word quickly, though, to Gavin Mulcahy, uh, who's um, listening to you. Uh, can, can I ask you this, though, uh, or put it to you, Gavin, really briefly, that the, the plight of landlords in this situation might be tough, but surely it's tougher for the tenants. Uh, because you outline and readily admit that they have very little option here if evicted. Absolutely. I mean, that, that goes without saying. And and we need to welcome an initiative to help them. Um, and what I think is what's broken at the moment is there's no symbiotic relationship. So by way of an example, I don't understand why the government aren't offering tax breaks for landlords, um, particularly for the likes of long-term tenure. It just, this creates a win-win scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, uh, we'll discuss that more, I'm sure. Gavin Mulcahy from uh, Get Let Letting Agents and Keno Callahan of the Social Democrats. Thank you both very much indeed. Five one double five one. 